This is Isaac and welcome to my podcast. This is episode number 9, part 2. The title of this podcast is called Essay Music Industry. It follows the last, the previous podcast of Essay Music Scenario versus Overseas Opportunities. And now I am continuing with part 2 which covers the Essay Music Industry versus Overseas Opportunities. I'd like to cover at least five important points that I think will make sense in trying to break down this myth that local artists cannot make it without the South African market or without the South African government or without SABC or whichever way you look at it if you are going to be looking at a particular market to promote your music the limitations are based on your perception and maybe your lack of understanding the big picture of the whole music industry. So I'd like to talk a little bit about how our local artists plan their failure. I'd like to talk about setting standards and raising the bar as an artist or musician or producer, maybe even a DJ. And then how the local content is not a profitable option right now. I'm not saying you can ignore it, but it is not a a be-all and end-all option. Then item four, the lack of income for music musicians during retirement. How is it affecting not only the artist family, but their legacy as as legend in their music creation uh, career and then the local is not so lacker so so lacker when you die broke like most musicians we know i don't have to quote their names everyone knows them so going forward if we start with how local artists plan their failure is that uh I'm not too sure whether the career or the courses in music that the the new musicians are following at varsity level does, uh, do they have a curriculum for life skills? You know, okay, uh, there's the music production of uh, the music course, which is a good career. And then there is the business part of managing your career as a musician. And then there is the life skills, meaning the support for the two. Now, if there is no curriculum, maybe that's where we we should start looking at uh, avenues to empower our local artists with life skills. And I'll further delve into explaining what the fundamentals of life skills. A basic principle of life skills is when a musician ends their Obviously, their first check is to pay their debts to their the subsequent uh, creditors. You know your your rent, your petrol, your car, your instruments, whatever it is that you owe to the creditor, you need to pay upfront. And then, when you become successful as a musician, you you get you end big checks after six months, twelve months, depending on how much records you are selling. Or how many gigs you are you are doing on a quarterly basis, 
Now, if a musician is able to earn a healthy income, they should obviously have a plan or a budget to pay for things like uh, an insurance for their life to cover the family or insurance for their instruments or car or whatever the case is. But the kind of failure that I'm talking about that the local musicians are failing to comprehend it is music should be treated as a journey, not a destination. And your first record deal should not decide the fate of your fame and make you lose your head, which is what most of our local artists drop out of the scene because they get the first two, three checks or they sell 40,000 copies and they think, wow, I'm a superstar. And then their journey ends. This is failing to plan or planning to fail. And one of the weaknesses that we have as local artists is that we don't draft a, a music career plan. Uh, if you look at the music industry, from my understanding, where I come from, and the experiences of uh, the way the music is being musicians are treated in the country it's like a, a myriad of different challenges even though there are opportunities but the type of uh, music uh, shares we need to sell or the size of the cake in the industry is not as big as we would like it to be huh? and then I don't even want to enter into piracy I, le I left it out of the subject if we could deal it with maybe part 3 of another a podcast but we rush to make a quick buck and fame this is how planning how we fail to plan and then we fail to plan ahead and devise a long-term plan therefore uh, this is one of the of the downfalls I'm highlighting the downfalls or the weaknesses in our SWOT analysis as musicians then the item number two is setting standards and raising the bar Normally, music has trends and time timelines where, I mean, music sets the trends. And in every period in life, there are trends and musicians do set the trends. They are like uh, fashion, uh, fashion designers. They set the bar. But then, once the bar has been set, everyone can follow. Now, in our case, it seems as if we are still following the same rules and the standards that were set more than 20 years ago. Nobody seems to want to change and set a higher bar. You know, it's like participating in the Olympics. If you don't challenge oppositions with the highest standards, how do you expect to even achieve uh, phenomenal results if your standards are below par? So, everyone seems to duplicate one another. If w one person does this, let's say, for example, in the case of Mendoza, when he did in Kalagata, he became successful and then everyone will start to follow the same the same trend. No one wants to branch off. So it means we become like buckets in a factory where, uh, you know, the machine is set to do a certain type of a bucket and then once you start printing, you manufacture and produce the same bucket all over again. And this is called duplicating one artist and not diversifying our talents and our creativity. This is why uh, creativity and inspiration 
is, is very lacking in our artistic abilities. Then the, there is the contagious, contagious, sorry, issue of the 90% local content. It's a good idea, but the question is, is it a profitable option? That is, until you are guaranteed a lucrative airplay in the uh, 240 so radio stations which are government controlled. I'm talking about government controlled. I'm not talking about private sector radio stations because obviously private sector radio stations will play anybody from Jay-Z to uh, Madonna or Prince. But then those guys have a, a, a very protected uh, unions and uh, as well as uh, the industry that is uh, effectively regulated. But for the local artist, I'm not saying they should ignore the 90% local content, but is the local consumer, the person you are, who's going to buy your record, going to be restricted from buying local? Because after all, <laughs> the boundaries of South Africa are, are now open since 1994. We are not restricted to sell to the local consumer. We can sell to anybody in Alaska or anybody in Russia if they are. That's why I'm saying greener pastures are still untapped, meaning we haven't looked at them and you'll be surprised at how much uh, audiences and support we will get outside of our own borders. The example that I can quote is Huma Sikila was very successful overseas. Letambule was very successful. Kaiser, uh, uh, Kaifas Simina was very successful. Uh, Lion King is still going on. But it's a drop in the ocean. So we need to look at where our future retirement and income is going to be coming from, which is the fourth item. So, Summer Blue was set up 17 years ago. And that's why the vision is still intact. It has all these options covered for any of our test artists who, who joins our label. But there's T's and C's will apply. And then Summer Blue, the main mission, number one goal, is to export local talent. And the vision is still very strong and work in progress. It's something that I'm not going to drop simply because uh, someone is saying a uh, local is like a... And then the standards are still lower than the expectation of the international market. No, no. We definitely want to compete with the international giants. We want to compete with them. We want to, to, to level the playing fields, meaning... If we are part of the global community, then I don't see any reason why we should take part in the in the global music industry. Because music speaks the same language, the language of love and peace and the language of happiness. There's no war in music, so there won't be any resistance from anybody buying your music as long as your stuff is good. So, uh, before I conclude, which is item number five, local is not so like a, not so like a when you die broke like most of our local musicians. A majority of our artists don't even have a long-term goal or a life insurance to cover their burial. And yet they became very... Some of them are legends. I've got great legends. Whether you call it quiet or jazz musicians, all fields of artistic creativity covered from all the different genres. Those guys are great. But there was no sustainability in their musical career plan to cover their future, even to call it retired. We have people like Bosi Pumabusi, 
possibly he has retired. If Sipo is covered, then I'm sure it's not a problem. He could be one of those clever musicians who had a plan and a vision, and Sipo is not dumb. Uh, I know Sipo when they formed the Beatles very, very, very early when they were still students at Orlando High. So the bottom line is he's only one of those special musicians who know what they're doing. So he didn't plan his career to fail. She's probably more successful and content than most of the average musicians. So maybe we should learn from people who are who have mastered the, the craft of staying in business long after everybody has given up their soul for quick cash and fame. So in conclusion, the SA music industry versus overseas opportunity. It's an open arena. Those who feel they can challenge convention or break from conformity and the mold of a restricted mindset have the opportunity to explore other possibilities. I must give credence to Lira for taking a, a big leap of faith to challenge the US market and I guarantee you it is not long before she conquers the USA. Before I conclude, one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is to invite all those interested musicians to attend one of my courses where I break down the business industry from recording companies and artists to foreign record deals, copyright and sound engineering, things like agents and managers, licensing and recordings, uh, labor agreements, independent music, and then working payments for artists and other modules that will be covered will be displayed in our courses so if you are interested you can whatsapp me on 064-279-1921 thanks for listening and please share cheers